I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we all have fear. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Truth for Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. In a world full of lies and half truths and hidden agendas, it is hard to know who or what to believe. Well, this podcast presents the truth, the biblical truth, to help youth reach their God-given purpose and potential. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. We're going to talk about something that we all struggle with, or at least I think we all struggle with, and that is the comparison game. If you're not familiar with the comparison game, that is simply where we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people. And this has become even even worse now that we have social media um, at every turn of our head, right? We're seeing advertisements, we're seeing commercials, we're seeing just people in general promoting themselves or the life that they're living or products that they have. And it's a constant advertisement of this world and, and what you don't have, right? Or, or flaunting what you do have. And we see it everywhere. And it's real easy to get caught up in that and all of a sudden become down or depressed because you look at other people's lives and you're like, man, I, I don't measure up to that. I, I don't measure up to that. Maybe their looks or their financial status or their friend status or their popularity or the life that they're having, the fun that they have, the enjoyment or the job, the career, the athletic ability. There's so many things that we can look at in other people or what appears to be in other people and say, man, I don't have that. I wish I had that. Or you start feeling sorry for yourself because maybe you're not to that level or you get down on yourself because maybe you haven't achieved whatever. Maybe the achievements that they have, you haven't gotten to do that or the, the vacations that you see or the houses that you see or the cars that you see, again, clothes. It could, be, it could be anything. And you start getting down on yourself because you haven't gotten there. You haven't reached that. Guys, I'm telling you, you need to stop doing the comparison game. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, like most things in life, but... It can be done. It's not necessarily something that you're born with, but this is a skill that you can develop. It's something that you have to work at, constantly avoiding getting trapped in that game, getting trapped in that, that hamster wheel of constantly comparing and feeling down and feeling depressed. Look, Theodore Roosevelt, our 26th president, had a great quote. He said, comparison is the thief of joy. Man, that's, that's spot on. Comparison is the thief of joy. Like he realized that he, he had it. When you start comparing, you're stealing joy. You're, you're taking away joy that you could have, but yet you're focusing on the things that you don't have versus maybe the things that you do have. And again, I... It's so easy for us to do, and, and I even get caught up in it at times. And 
it's because we constantly are seeing the best. You know, like if we look at Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever social media you want to look at, we are constantly seeing people's highlights is really what it is. We're seeing the high points. We're seeing the best you know, I mean, think about it. When someone goes on vacation, they're, they're, not, <laughs> they're not posting pig, pictures of them fighting with their parents or, you know, when they first wake up in the morning. They're posting what? The beautiful scenery, the having fun, you know, everything is great. And that's obviously not the whole story of that particular trip. I mean, I'm sure the trip was probably fun and great, but you're only seeing the highlight. Right, And that's the way it is a lot of times with, with Instagram and other social media. We see the best. Like we're seeing the Photoshopped perfect image when in reality it, it's not that great. Or we're not seeing everything else. We just get a quick little snapshot again of the best. And it's not a true reflection of reality a lot of times. Now, sometimes it, it may be, but... I'm telling you from, from experience and knowledge, most of what you're seeing is not reality. It's not, you know, it's not that way all the time. You know, like people are not just happy 100% of the time. They're not kicking it back on vacation 100% of the time, right? There's, there's grind, there's work, there's heartache, there's, there's maybe anxiety or depression. There's things behind those beautiful images and those those snapshots of people's lives that we see that we don't fully understand because we're not getting the entire picture. And that's something that I hope you guys come to understand. So we really have to focus on not getting caught up in that. So I've got a few things. I've made a a list of four things that I think will help us. I'm throwing myself in there, right? Because I don't have this mastered either. What are some things that we can do to help avoid getting caught up in the comparison game. First, I say we do this. We need to realize that we are uniquely created by God and that we have a special purpose and a special plan. And that we all have special uh, abilities and talents. Obviously, it wouldn't be a, a very fun world to live in if we all had the exact same talents, skills. We all look the same. You know, God's given us a variety, a variety of looks and talents and abilities and all those work together. So if we begin to realize that we are unique, so when we look at other people, we're not comparing ourselves to them because we're not comparing ourselves to somebody that we're supposed to be. You start looking at them and you appreciate them, right? Don't be jealous. Don't, don't envy what they have because we don't, again, we don't know the full story, but also know that God has created you differently. He doesn't have the same plan and the purpose for you that he has for somebody else. There may be some things that overlap. There may be some things that kind of go together, but it's not going to be identical with someone else. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 10 says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he has planned for us long ago. The word masterpiece, okay, that, that, should, that should strike a nerve in you. God says that you are a masterpiece, so quit looking at other people thinking they're the masterpiece 
When in reality, we are a masterpiece as well. Just maybe a different type of masterpiece. But again, God has created you with a specific purpose and plan. You know, I've heard this said many times, and I've probably said it before, and I'll say it again, but God doesn't create junk. Okay, so the fact that, that you're alive, that you're created, that was a special plan and a special purpose, and he didn't create uh, junk. He didn't make a mistake. You are unique. You are special. God has a plan and a purpose for you. You're a masterpiece. And he says that he's created good things that he has planned for us to do long ago, before we were ever even born. We were a thought in God's mind, and he planned things for us to do. Now, whether or not we fulfill those that's a whole nother topic, and that's a whole nother uh, lesson to get into because that requires us being obedient and following him and living up to that. But he has a purpose. He has a plan, and we are unique. So we can't look at somebody else and compare ourselves because God's got a different plan for them. All right, number two, have an attitude of gratitude. And this is another huge one that I really believe is the game changer. When you have an attitude of gratitude, it's really, really difficult to be envious, to be jealous, to be down and depressed, uh, thinking about what others have. If you're truly being grateful for what you have, what God has given you. Now, you may not have what you see in this other person that you're envying at the moment, but you may have so many more things that they don't have, but because you're not focused on that, you're not realizing it. So that attitude of gratitude helps us to focus on the things that God has blessed us with, the things that we should be grateful for. Because if those things were taken away from us, I guarantee you, and it wouldn't take but a split second for us to be very regretful that we took those things for granted and now we no longer have them. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says this, No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong in Christ Jesus. No matter what happens, be thankful. Uh, no, that's kind of a weird passage because you, you can think about a lot of tragedies that have happened in this life and, and even maybe in your own life and think, well, how am I supposed to be thankful in that? You, you may not be thankful for that specific circumstance that happened, but more than likely something good has come from it. You may have to dig deep. <laughs> you may have to look a long time. You may have to wait even a, a while but I guarantee you something good will happen. God will teach you something. God will draw you closer to himself. God will make you more like Jesus. He's fulfilling a purpose and a plan. And sometimes that requires us to go through very difficult times, to go through valleys, to, to struggle, to be in pain, maybe physically and mentally, emotionally. But he tells us to give thanks, to be thankful. Again, attitude of gratitude. So what are some things that we can do? We can make a list. You know, I've said this before. In the morning when you wake up, you should immediately list a few things that you're grateful for. I know some people have said that they do it when they brush your teeth. 
because hopefully you're brushing your teeth every morning, right? So when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, go ahead and get into the routine of maybe naming three things that you're thankful for. And hopefully they're three different things. You don't say the three same things over and over and over. So try to name three different things and be specific, not, oh, I'm glad I'm, you know, alive. Yes, hopefully you are, but but maybe something specific. Maybe it's a family. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's an opportunity that you have that day. Maybe, you know, it's, it's uh, something that God has taught you. But anyways, name a few things and immediately start your day with gratitude for those blessings. Again, that gratitude will change your perspective on life really, really quick. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before. I know when when I run, I, I don't like to run necessarily, but I run a good bit. I do exercise, and I used to have the mindset of, oh, man, I got to go run, right? When I started thinking about, because I heard, I heard it from somewhere, someone, talking about being or getting to go run, right? Instead of saying, I have to go run. How about I get to go run? That that attitude of gratitude where, you know, there's a lot of people that, that probably don't, are not able to. And so the fact that I have the ability to go do it, man, that that's the attitude of gratitude, right? All right, so let's move on. Number three, realize that timing is different for everyone. So perhaps some of the stuff that you're seeing or you're envious in other people, perhaps the timing is just not right. Your time has not come, okay? So maybe you're envious of, I don't know, a car or a job. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe your time has not come. You just have to be more patient because our timing is not exact same for everyone. Like, we all have a different pace, and that may not be a pace that we necessarily set. Maybe it's a pace that God has because, again, he's trying to teach us something. He's got a special purpose and a plan for us. So that timing is going to be a little different. Also, there's a great quote. It's, it's anonymous, so I'm not sure, obviously, who said this, but I've heard it many times. Don't compare your chapter 1 to someone else's chapter 20. <laughs> Again, you don't necessarily know sometimes where other people are in their journey. You know, maybe if it's a, a physique, okay, maybe you, you started working out and, and you're like, man, look at that person. Look, look how strong they are or look how muscular they are or how much weight they've lost. Again, they may be on chapter 20 when you're just now on chapter one. You, you've just started and you don't know what all they've done for the first 19 chapters and how hard it was for them to get there. So don't compare where you are to where they are because you may not know the full story. You may not know the full 19 chapters that had to be written and it was maybe tragedy and heartache and pain and, and exhaustion for 19 chapters before that 20th chapter where now all of a sudden they're smiling or they're happy or they, they've accomplished some task or uh, whatever achievement that they've, they have in life that you're envious of. Again, Timing is different. And here's a great passage uh, to go along with that. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Don't forget this one thing, dear friends. To the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. 
God is not on our times or on a time frame, okay? He has a whole nother timetable than we do. He has always existed and he always will. We're we we obviously had a starting point and we'll have an end point as far as here on earth. Um, so we can't really comprehend time quite like God, okay, who created it. And so for him, a thousand years is nothing. It's, it's like a day. So again, his time frame and our time frame, we tend to be very impatient. We are in a society where we want things now uh, and immediate. And again, as technology progresses, it's, uh, it's even more that way where we just like instantaneous communication, responses, results, you know, one day prime shipping, you know, we want all this stuff immediately. But again, God's timing is not our timing and we don't know where other people are. So just remember that our time is different from others. So before you're, you're too envious and too jealous of somebody, just realize that you may get that, whatever they have, it's just going to take some time to get there. Or perhaps God doesn't even want you to have what they have or to look like they look or whatever, because again, that doesn't fit into your plan that he has for you. All right, let's move on to number four. You never really know what's behind the curtain. Now, what in the world does that exactly mean? Well, I'm assuming most of you have seen the movie, The Wizard of Oz. When Dorothy and them get to Oz, right, and, and they're kind of accomplished their mission, and there's the wizard, the Wizard of Oz, and his glorious, you know, superhuman power and the strength and everything that he has, right? He's very intimidating. They're scared to death of him, you know, and he's very forceful, and he, and he appears to be kind of mean, and it's like he could just... You know, he could just wipe them off the, the face of the earth at just the breath of his, his voice. And they're so nervous and scared of his power, right? And then ultimately what happens? You know, the curtain gets pulled back and there we see the true Wizard of Oz. And who is he? He's just like an old regular old man, right? He's not powerful. He's not superhuman. He's not intimidating. He's not anything like he appeared on the outside, right? He, he put up that photoshopped image, if you will, okay? He, he made this image of himself when really and truly that's not who he was. He was trying to portray himself to be somebody else, somebody maybe more powerful or happier or whatever, than who he truly was. We don't know a lot of times what's behind the curtain. When we see other people, we see their lives. Again, we're seeing the highlights. And you may know some of these people pretty well, okay? So you could be good friends with them. You could be even best friends with them. But even if you're best friends with these people, there's probably some stuff behind the curtain that you still don't know. And most of the people I think that we're truly envious of or jealous of, we probably don't know that well. 
because the people that we really know, we probably see their downsides, right? We, we see their faults. We see maybe the heartache in their life or we realize their life isn't perfect. It's probably the people that we don't really know that well that we think have a perfect life, right? That we wish we had their life or their looks or their whatever. But again, behind the curtain, man, some of these people, they may be going home and crying themselves to sleep every single day night. Some of these people, when you don't see them and they're behind closed doors, all they can think about is taking their own life because they're so miserable, because they just can't make it another day with the depression that they have. And we don't see that. All we see on the outside is, man, I I never realized that. Their life seems so great, so happy. Just look at some of the famous people. You know, it seemed like they had everything, right? The money, the fame, whatever. There's, there's musicians, there's actors, there's athletes that, that seemed like they had it all. And they took their own life. Even some of the funniest comedians that you thought were always happy, right? They're always cutting up, telling jokes, laughing. Funny, funny, funny. But behind that, they were miserable. They were depressed. They were sad. They were hiding that through humor and by trying to make other people laugh. And they take their own life. And we don't see that because we didn't see behind the curtain. So just remember, guys, you don't know what's behind the curtain. So before you become too envious of other people, realize that there's a curtain (laughs) and we're not real sure what's behind that. Now, here's a passage for us. Romans 3 22 and 23. There is no difference between people because all people have sinned and they have fallen short of God's glory. Another version of that says this. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. Again, in the biblical times, every single person on earth could be put into two categories. You were either a Jew or you were a Gentile. It didn't matter your color or your race or your, your uh, sexuality, right? It didn't matter. You were either a Jew or a Gentile. So it says there was no difference at this point. There's no difference between a Jew and a Gentile. And like the other version said, there's no difference between people. All have sinned. <laughs> no one's perfect. We've all messed up. So all these people that we tend to see, whether they be the superstar athlete, the self-made billionaire, the the famous actor or actress that that wins all the awards, or perhaps the, the superstar influencer that has hundreds of millions of followers or subscribers, guess what? They're not superhuman. They're not. They are human They have mistakes. They have failures. They have insecurities. I promise you they do. They look at themselves and they have flaws that they wish would change or they wish they didn't have. They see things in themselves that they don't like, that they are constantly trying to work on or improve. Guys, they're all human. Everyone has sinned, it says. So we're all categorized into that one group of sinners. We've all sinned. 
We've all fallen short of God. God's the only perfect one. Jesus is the only perfect one. The rest of us, we're human. We make mistakes. So again, don't look at other people thinking they have the perfect life, that they have no mistakes and no failures and, and no insecurities, that, oh, they, they just have everything. That's not true. It's not. So take comfort in knowing that we're all alike. Deep down, we're all human. We all have a lot of the same desires and the same wants and the same needs. We're just in different parts of our lives, or we have different talents or abilities, and, and we have different uh, goals. And, and some of those people are not even fulfilling God's purpose and plan for their life. So you definitely don't want to be envious of them. You know, work on yourself. And, and as we begin to wrap this podcast up, guys, that's what I really want you to grasp. Focus on you. Not, not being selfish in the sense that you're not worried about other people, but focus on what God has for you. He's got a special plan and a purpose for you. You know, what is that? That's what you ought to be working on. And I'm telling you this. If you will just put your head down and just work towards being the best version of you that God wants for you, not that you want for yourself, okay? If, you're, if you work towards fulfilling God's purpose for you, Okay, the plan and purpose he has for you, you will have so much peace and so much joy. And if you're really working hard at it and you know you're giving your best effort, you can go to bed at night and you can sleep with comfort and peace knowing, man, today, man, I, I did the best I could. Right? I, I really worked at becoming more of who God wants me to be and fulfilling his purpose. I wasn't trying to live up to somebody else's expectations. I wasn't trying to be somebody else. I wasn't trying to compare myself to all these other people. I was just focused on being more like Jesus and the plan and the purpose that he has for me. That is a joy. That is a peace that cannot be taken telling you your life will be so much more enjoyable and you will have so much more peace in your life stop comparing yourselves to others don't do it guys so that's my that's my call of action for you this week okay focus on those things that we talked about work towards fulfilling that purpose and that plan for your life Stop comparing yourselves to others because you don't know what's behind the curtain and you are created uniquely for something special for God. Guys, I love you. I thank you for, for tuning into the podcast, for your support. But do me this huge favor. It would mean so, 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 so much to me. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with somebody else. And those that are doing that, thank you. I really appreciate that. But that's how this podcast grows, and that would mean a lot to me. So, guys, we'll catch you in the next episode. All right. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.